This is David White from Heathen, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. How are you, my there friend? I am. I'm okay. Good to see you. There you go. You too. Running around this morning. Yeah, when we met, when we when we met, we were in the uh, you know the happiest place in the world. Yes, <laughs> busy as hell that day. Yeah, I think we were standing. So what's going on? Ah, nothing at all. Just kind of playing around. We were standing in the line, and I was trying. We, we tried to get our passes. Yeah. Yeah. Now nothing going on here. Just working, podcasting. Doing the same old thing. How about you? You guys are getting ready to go on the road, right? Uh, yeah, in, in June. And that's so we're through, just working out. What's that? That's through Europe, right? Is that the first leg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We start off in Poland, and then um, and then we do a month. We're headlining with, and we're taking out Toxic. Nice. Um, and I saw you playing some yeah. crossover dates with Exodus as well, right? Well, we do. We're doing a month. Where we're headlining, and then uh, then we jump on the tour with uh, Exodus and Testament. Oh, nice! And there's a bunch of festivals. Yeah, it's going to be fun. That Testament, Testament with uh, Dave back in is going to be really good too. I was pretty excited. Uh, Well, it's yeah. I mean, it's it's great, but um, I I've only met Dave like once, so I don't know him. I know Gene and Gene. And I don't know Gene that well, right. but I do know him a little bit. And he's just the coolest, you know what I mean? He's just Gene super mellow. Cool. First time I met him, he's like, he, he, he's like, hey, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's a big guy. And I, and I was like, wow, I can't believe you, you, you're so soft-spoken, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah. And I was really looking forward to, to hanging out with him more and getting to know him. So, but it, but that's all good. You know, get to know Dave this time, you know? Yeah. I have a, a so. really weird story about Dave. I mean, we were on 70,000 tons in Jamaica and it was like a half an hour till the boat took off. And we both, my, I was with my wife and he was with his, I don't know, girlfriend, wife, significant other, whatever it was. And we needed to find blue mountain Jamaican coffee. And we were running around this little Jamaican village, the four of us trying to find like the best deal. And it just, as an old Slayer fan or an old, you know, fan of, of the thrash scene, that was kind of a, a cool little thing. Yeah. Well, and then everybody's trying to sell you weed on the street too. Yes. yes you're right. Especially when they <laughs> see was, the hair and the t-shirts and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was walking through. Cause when I did, when I did 70,000 tons, when Ethan did, that was a Jamaica trip. Oh, okay. And I don't know. I don't know if they did multiple Jamaica trips or if it was the same one, but. Cause I don't, I, I don't, I don't, maybe not, but, um, but I was walking with Yop from, you know, my A&R guy from nuclear blast. And this guy kept coming up to me. He's like, Hey, you want no ganja? You want some ganja? And I'm like, no, no. Right. And Yop's like, yeah, you know, I don't do that. You know, I'm like, you're Dutch. You don't, you don't smoke weed. He's like, right. no, I never touched But it. even if you did, so in like, a foreign country is not the place to go doing something like that. Well, yeah. And I, but I'm like, I'm trying to be cool because it's like it's my new label. Right, and then the guy, right. the guy kept the guy was so persistent. And then he goes, just smell it. <laughs> and he put it in my nose. And I was like, okay, how much? <laughs> you know? He's like, uh, just give me $30, you know, and it was a big bag. I'm like, okay. And I kind of <laughs> did it on the slide. Nice. You know. 
And then, yeah, and then I actually, it was too much weed. And then I, uh, there was a friend that was on the cruise and he was like, I've been looking for weed. And I'm like, well, if you came to the right person. I, I can split this bag with you. Right. You know? And so we, I partied a little bit, you know, out there, but then I partied on the boat, but then I made sure I got rid of all that stuff. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, you got, yeah, because I couldn't I, imagine. I saw people, I got, I saw people getting escorted back, you know, as, as they went through customs getting off the ship. Right. Being escorted back onto the ship, which was a, and and I'm not going to name names, but they the, they were the obvious suspects, right? Who was probably trying to carry something back, you know? So, but anyway, yeah. But so yeah, you know, when we the last time we played the Key Club on the Destruction Tour in the states, um, Dave came to the show. Oh, nice! And so that's where I got that's where I got to meet Dave for the first time, you know. So. Cool. So I know we're not here to talk about Dave. We're here to talk about Heathen. But so what? <laughs> so last record, um, Empire of the Blind was like smack dab just before this whole lockdown, right? Or right at the beginning of it. You've been sitting. Uh, well, it was. We finished it. We finished it before the before 2019 was over. Okay. And, and it was released in like 20, right? So right around the time of yeah, the pandemic. And it was it was supposed to come out in June, June 19th. Uh, actually specifically and we were going to play grass pop metal meeting in belgium right on <laughs> excuse me on the well actually i'm sorry um yeah it was june 19th but we were actually going out um in april we were going to start we we're going to go out and tour and then uh then there was a break and then we went back and then we were going to start the the second leg of the tour at grass pop and that's when the release of the record was going to come out so with everything um of course we had to cancel everything Right. Uh, and then they pushed the record because there was a they had a problem with the the factory where they actually press vinyl because of the covid. Oh, really? And so, yeah. So with everything, it came out. I, I don't remember the exact date, but it was September. So you've been sitting on this record then with no real uh, support of it. Right. I mean, you kind of just it's out there. Uh, but it's kinda... well, I, well, you know, I wouldn't say no support. I mean. The label, the label was our support, our support system and the fans, because the record did extremely well in a pandemic with no tour, no touring. Right. That's kind of what I I was getting at. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we recouped the record in in the first year, which we've never done that before. And that, so, I mean, that just tells you, and I, I, I'm really curious and we'll never know the answer, but you know, would it, what would it, you know, what would it, how would it, uh, how can I put it? How would it, how would it have turned out had we toured? Like, would, would the result been better? Or because we were in a pandemic, everybody was just listening more and really being more involved in, in um, all the new music that was coming out, you know what I mean? To, to get through it. Right. You know what I mean? I think that it's, it's, you know, it's sad, but, you know, we live in such a, you know, gimme, 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 you know, I need something new every day, you know, society that I think that that the pandemic sort of forced everybody to slow the fuck down, you know, and it's like, Hey, you know, and what's, what's going to get you through your day, but music, you know what I mean? So I kind of agree with you. And then I kind of don't because the music business sort of reinvented itself in that period of time too. Right. Because to what you said, there's a new model of like uh, singles every six weeks instead of a, a full length 
record like you guys did, right? I mean, a lot of bands are having to rethink the whole way going forward. Does that make sure. sense? No, no, and, I, and that's true. But I'm just saying that, you know, even so, you're in a pandemic where yes. I think a lot of people were, whether you're getting new stuff, your new content. And that I think the the reason that that, that business model or whatever that, that way of thinking happened is because of the streaming services. Yes. Forced everybody to do that because the streaming services are not, they're not, they don't pay. They don't pay very well. So, you know, the answer is like, well, I just got to get something new and then get more of this. And, you know, and it, it's really, it kind of sucks. I, you know, the, it's nice. I mean, I, I'm happy that we're on Spotify and Deezer and all the different ones because it's good promotion. And, 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 you know, and I like the service personally because there's things I'm like, I wonder if they have this record or, you know, even a comedy record that I haven't heard in forever and can't find. And I look it up. I'm like, Holy shit, they've got it. Right. And I'm happy. I'm happy about that. Um, I, you know, I wish that they, they were more fair as far as how they pay out, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, but, um, but at the same time, you know, it's just the way it is. But like when I bought a new car, when I first moved here to Florida um, and it doesn't even have a CD player or anything in it, you know, I know. it's all about, you know, satellite radio or, you know, Bluetooth with your phone, you know, and streaming. And right. And then it, it took everything I could to find a CD player to just play CDs here at home. I, I bought a D I bought a DVD player. I couldn't find a CD player. Right. So, so I mean, you're, you're old school. Like I am as well. I mean, I, I remember there was a whole process of like, you know, waiting for a Tuesday when records used to come out and be Tuesday and save your money from whatever your paper route or whatever, and go buy the full length, you know, walk, however long you had to walk, skip school, buy the record and then go home. And it was a process of, you know, artwork and reading the liner notes and, listening to it back and forward and sequence the way you guys wanted it to sequence. Cause that's a whole art form in itself, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it, there's a lot of you know, debate, you know, within the group sometimes as far as like how, how we're presenting that record, you know, and how we put everything together, how it start to finish, you know, and, you know, you want to have those peaks and valleys and, you know, do you start off with a, you know, a crusher or do you right. ease people into it? but it just depends on the, the vibe of the record. But yeah, I mean, I, there's definitely, at least for, at least for, you know, the guys that I've always worked with, it's always been an important, you know, part of the process. Yeah. I think a lot of that has gotten lost in the shuffle, but what's it going to feel like to finally get out on the, on the road and, and play shows and, you know, in a regular basis. And are you doing anything to prepare yourself differently for this? Um, well, I'm not doing anything different to prepare. I'm doing what I normally do is, you know, I'm getting on the bike and, you know, just, you know what I mean? Just training just to be ready. Cause what we do is, is very physical. And, um, and I just, you know, we're going to be playing almost every night. I think the first month it's the dates are like back to back to back all the way through the tour. Right. You know? And so just to stay healthy and all that. And, um, but as far as, you know, what, what does it feel like? I don't know yet because I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about what's going on, you know, with the current yes. events globally. And, and I'm worried that that's going to, you know, maybe cause a problem. And yeah, so, I mean, you said you kick off in Poland, right? So you're going to be pretty damn yeah. close. Yeah. 
Yeah, wow. exactly. And so, you know, and, you know, so it's just, you just never know. I mean, having to sit out two summers because of a pandemic, it's, 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 in, you know, improbable. It's, you can't, could never have predicted that something like that, oh, just, it's a pandemic and everybody's fucked. Right. You know? And then it keeps coming, right? So the pandemic, we start loosening up and then you got this bullshit. So yeah, I, I 100% agree. Yeah. yeah. And it's, so I'm, I'm trying to stay positive. Things, things seem to be uh, moving in a, in a forward motion. Um, and so I'm just, you know, just, I'm just going to, you know, keep locked and loaded on what I have to do to prepare, you know, going over the tunes and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, just to be ready and and hopefully everything will work out as planned. We'll see. As a band, it's got to be pretty tough or precarious even because you've got to prep this stuff ahead of time, right? I mean, you've got to have the back lines and you've got to have all the stuff in motion way before you get there. So there's still this whole unknown as well, right? Well, yeah. And, and that's, there's money involved. That's what I mean. Yeah. You have to put down deposits for the bus and, and gear. I mean, we're still working it out to where we, you know, like the first shows in Poland. So we have to work out just having a sound guy and, and, and gear just for that particular show um, to make sure we have it, you know, we're covered there and then coming back over to like Germany and all that. Right. So there's a lot of logistics and, and things. Um, our guitar player, Craig and Lum is also our manager and he's, you know, <laughs> going insane. I imagine. You know, He's not even taking my calls. I'm like, why are you, you're avoiding me? He's like, I'm so stressed out. You know, he's like, I, I, you know, there's just, you just, you just don't know. It's just, I'm like, I don't want to know. I said, you just, and I said, but you know what you can do? I said, once the dust settles, you know, just get on a plane and come see me, right. you know, and, and take a week off here at the beach. Cause you know, we live close to the beach. Right. And uh, you know, he's like, yeah, it'd be nice. So I imagine once you get on stage and once those shows actually happen, the exchange of energy is going to be absolutely insane. Not just from you guys, but the fans in general, like me, have been dying to get to a show and, you know, get into the pit and, and rage. Oh my God. I know. I mean, they just had a big show um, in the Bay area on Sunday. It was a I saw show. that. Yeah. Yeah. And we actually, we got the call to see if we wanted to do it, but, it logistically and financially it didn't make sense right you know we've got our drummers in in new york uh our, one of our guitar players is in arkansas i'm here in florida uh right. you know the other guys are in, in california and it would have been like oh we'd have to fly in we'd have to rehearse because this this lineup this current lineup has never played together oh wow yeah we have a new bass player new drummer jason mirza and and james de maria and uh even when we recorded the record, I mean, I never saw Jim. Jim right. did his drug tracks early on. I saw Jay, me and Jay, you know, went together the first week and I did tr vocal tracks and he did bass tracks. And then I went back like a month later with Lee and I did, I finished all the vocal tracks and Lee did his, his stuff. So are you going to have, are you going to have a chance to get in the studio or in a rehearsal room to, to flesh oh, it out? Or is oh, absolutely. I'm trying to get everybody to come here. Yeah, I, got, I, I found a I found a cool studio that's not too far. It's about a thirty minute drive. It's like a it's it's a rehearsal place, but it's it's just one room. It's a sound like a sound. The guy is put together like a soundstage. Mm -hmm. So it, it actually it might be a little pricey, but um, he has 
all the gear pretty much that we need. We, we only have to bring drums. That's it. And I have a drum set. Oh, there you uh, go. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, Jim will have to use he, the guy has a drum set, but it's it's like this little you know, it's like a kid's kit. Right. Not gonna not gonna happen. But um, but it's really close, and that way we can all come be together for a week or whatever, and hit the beach and relax and eat good food and then go work and wake up and, and do it all again, you know? And I don't know if this applies to you, but are there any sort of nerves or any sort of, I, I guess, anxiety leading up to finally being back out there after so long, or is it just uh, like riding a bike? No, no. I mean, like I said, the only, my only anxiety is, is having the, the plug being pulled out because right. we're, you know, about to be in the world war three, you know? Yeah. That's the only thing I'm, I'm, I'm super, the adrenaline is just there. It's, it's, it's what I love to do. You know, I can't speak for everybody. I mean, I think that everybody, I know Jason's never done a big tour before. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, he's just freaking out. He just can't wait, you know? And, uh, and we're just looking forward to being, you know, all together and, and doing it. And, you know, it's just, it's just, there's nothing like it. And I imagine the heathen show is probably going to be multi-generational, right? Because you're going to have people like myself from way back in the day, bringing their kids or even grandkids or whatever to a show. It's going to be a whole different scene now <laughs> nowadays, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was, you know, it, when we toured for the last record, um, it was like that already, you know, when we put the band back together, we did a, we just had a demo. We were getting, you know, trying to get a record record deal at the time. Right. And we went out in 2005 and we went to Europe and a lot of fans helped us out and nuclear assault helped us. We jumped on and they did, they did a bunch of dates and they, they let us jump on the tour with them. I think we did like 10 or so, maybe 12 dates with them. And, um, and I met kids who were like, yeah, when your rec- when your first record came out, you know, right. I was like, you know, I was like through four years old or something, you know, um, but you know, it, that's the cool thing. Like metal has really transcended and it's still going strong, you know, and it's awesome to see the kids, you know, and the, and the new bands that are thrashing it up and, you know, that are heavy oh, yeah. as hell. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I think, I think we're going to see sort of a artistic Renaissance, maybe not even just in music, but in art and everything, because everybody's been away for two years, like honing their craft and really getting their shit down and, and making really good stuff. And now that we're on the other side of it, I think it's going to be like this explosion of, like you said, really, really good bands and good music and even good paintings. Oh yeah. I hope so. I hope so. You know, I, I mean, I've been practicing my guitar. Right. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? It's like, I, I didn't, you know, I, this is where I'm sitting now. It's my music room and, I have drums and guitars and keyboards and all that stuff. And, um, you know, especially in the beginning of the whole pandemic, I mean, we, when we moved here, we didn't even have a TV and we were just like, yeah, it's okay. And I just would come in here and just play. And I had my iPad. I was taking, and I'm still, I'm taking uh, guitar courses just to just keep learning and to just get better, even though it's not what I do like with Heathen. Right. Uh, it helps me because I do other side projects and, you know, for songwriting, Right. you know, yeah, I mean, you got to keep your chops up, I'm sure. Right, yeah, and I play a lot of drums. It's and that's and that's a great cardio. Oh yeah, yeah. especially yeah, this kind of music. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, you know, 
I've been working on some of the, the new stuff. I can I can play Empire of the Blind pretty well now. I've got it. Really? Down. Yeah, yeah. But it's a it's a actually it's there's good little pockets of it where it doesn't. It's not just ultra fast. It's just got right. this really cool groove. A lot of um, technical double bass stuff, not just you know fast stuff, but just you know all these shifting rhythms. And um, but that's you know that's in my wheelhouse. You know, I've been playing drums for a long, long time. So all this uh, time you've had down to practice and rehearse, you've got, have you have, do you have new heathen stuff in the works or is it too early? Oh, of course we do. Yeah. Yeah. We got a lot. We have a lot of stuff. And now it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a matter of like, sort of like sifting through everything and pulling everybody's ideas together. It's just, you know, it's similar to the last record where it's, you know, we're all in different places. It's that, is the disconnect that I don't like. And um, we're trying our best to like incorporate everybody's ideas and, you know, make this really about the whole band and where, you know, Craig and wrote the entire record because just, I mean, he had, we, I had some stuff, we had some stuff, but stuff just didn't get quite finished because we weren't all together. And Craig and just like achieved and wrote an entire record. Oh, wow. You know, and it was like, well, we could, we could wait and hash ideas and all that, or we can take all these killer songs that he wrote and just go, like give it, right. you know, we all give it our, our own thing. Like he wrote all the lyrics and everything. So I listen to everything and, and he actually sang on the demo because he even had melody ideas. Oh, cool. And, and so wherever, you know, because I've been singing for a long time, there's little things here and there where it's like, well, I would do it this way. Right. You know, it's not that it wasn't good your way it's just this is how i would do it right, you got to put your touch on it yeah and so and that's how it went with everybody and you know bam we got a record you know nice. so so i know the europe i'm running up on time here but i know the european tour is is already well set in stone hopefully and you had any chance of coming to the states at all or is that too early well i sure hope so we're doing we're doing europe and then we have we have i think we have about a week i don't know how many shows but we're we're supposed to go to South America. We have oh, a big nice. festival in Brazil and Sao Paulo. Um, and I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I think it's really important to come um, to the States and do something. It's just, it's just a little, it's a little quirky here, yeah. you know? And so I think, you know, we've been talking about um, maybe even just figuring out where we can do some one-offs here and there, right. like, you know, go to California. We could play Sacramento. We can play, um, the Bay Area, we can play in LA, maybe, and just so basically hit major cities, you know, and yeah. then if we can, if we can get some other, you know, places to play, it just has to make sense. You oh, know, yeah. no, I mean, you don't want to go out there and lose money, you want to be able to make money and, and travel comfortably enough to, to do it. So thank you for taking the time. Really my friend. Delicious podcast. And I'm hungry. So, you know, there you go. It's lunchtime. I appreciate you taking the time. It was good seeing you again, my friend. You too. I'm hoping, touch, okay? Yeah, I'm hoping to see you sometime here in the states or at one of these festivals or somewhere. Well, no, I I forgot where you're where you hail. I'm in where Richmond, you? Virginia. Oh, Richmond, Virginia. Oh, you're not far. No, like I was hoping you guys would be at Death Fest or something, the Maryland Death Fest. Yeah, well, we'll get it together. We'll get it together here in the states. We need to get out and and you know what I mean. Make a sort of like a you know, get people talking about what, you know, what we're doing and, yeah. you know, and, and crush this new record. I, I almost want to, 
tell you know tell Craig and it's like let's just go out and play only Empire of the Blind, you know, just play that record. So and, and maybe a few, a few yeah. classics, you know, on our headline show, but just play the whole record. Like, and that's only just because we've played all these other songs for so many times, you know, and it's. I get it. But anyway. Right. Anyway, be safe. Good luck on the tour. And we'll talk to you soon, my friend. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for having me. Hey, be well. Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Within the four walls of the Musicians Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers all involved with music in various capacities. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com.